Well, uh, today, this morning, now, uh, uh, I'm going to lead you, us, in a um, meta-meditation. Uh, I'm sure that many of you have done meta meditation before. Uh, I, I think so. Um, so I'm going to tell you how we do this. And I'll uh, talk as we go along. Um, there are various ways that this is done, but I'm just going to do it the way that I know uh, and have done in the past. This is a, a meditation where we extend uh, love. Some people say loving kindness, but love to um, various uh, people, classifications of people, myself, someone that, um, a stranger, and then to someone who um, I know very well, and then to someone that I dislike. I don't want to say hate, but that's good. Someone that you really have aversion to. And then that can be extended to your community. It can be extended to um, uh, your country. It can be extended to the world. It can be extended to the universe. And you can keep doing this and ad infinitum. <laughs> and uh, so, but I'll stop short. I won't go too long. <laughs> um, so, uh, the first person that we extend this to is ourself. Because if we can't um, uh, extend love to ourself, then it's pretty hard to extend it to others. So what we're extending is actually our um, own uh, uh, sincerity. But it's difficult for some people. The hardest one is for yourself. Do I love myself? Well, we have to understand what we mean by love. Love has many, uh, uh, is, is the one word that's used in so many different ways that it almost, almost loses its meaning. Um, the love that we're talking about uh, is disinterested love. Disinterested means no uh, strings attached. You don't do it for any particular reason. You don't expect anything. It's just simply how you connect with the universe. Love is what connects everything to the universe. It, love is what connects everything to everything. <coughs> so, um, uh, you can say, uh, I, um, I am filled with love. I think that's a good way to say it. You can say it any way you like, but as a suggestion, you can say, I am filled with love. And then just do that for a while, and then you extend that to somebody that you don't know. It could be somebody in this room, because you don't know everybody in this room. And you can extend love to that person. Um, and then, but I'll guide you through it. Um, I thought of an alternative. You could say, 
um, I am filled with light. You can say, I am filled with radiant light. I like that one. Uh, and I wish you to be filled with radiant light and extend that to everyone. So um, that's the one I'm going to try, but you can do whichever you like. So um, you can close your eyes or keep them open. <coughs> um, thought of whether you should say this or not, but I'll just say it. So, um, just think, or not think, <laughs> just extend love or light. I am filled with You don't even have to say I am or anything like that. You can just say love or light. <coughs> and just let it fill you. Just allow the light to radiate out from your center. Just allow the love to radiate out from your center. What we give is what we receive.
Now think of someone who you don't know. Maybe in this room. And extend that love or that light to that person. May you be filled with love. May you be filled with light. Now extend this love or this light to someone you do know. May you be filled with love. May you be filled with light. Now extend this love or this light to someone who you do not want to extend it to. May you be filled with love, may you be filled with light. At the same time, be aware of your breathing. Now, extend this to
your whole community. May you be filled with love. May you be filled with light. With each breath, let it permeate the whole community. in all directions. Like a ring or a drop or a pebble dropped in calm water and let the ripples flow out with your breath. And now extend to the whole world. May you be filled with love. May you be filled with light. And let the ripples flow out in all directions from your center. And then, may all beings be happy and live in safety. That's it. Now we can uh, sit.
if you have any uh, thing you want to say. Can you say a word about uh, when or how you use this practice? I always use this practice. That's the only practice I have. The loving kindness? I don't call it loving kindness. I call it love and light. <laughs> kindness goes along with it, but uh, it's, I think that's a given. You don't have to say kindness. You know, I think that Thich Nhat Hanh says kindness attached to love is a kind of qualification so that you don't mistake it for sex or, you know, some other reason, uh, meaning. But it's okay to say love. And I agree with him. I've always agreed with that. But it's okay to say loving kindness. It's just that it feels better to me to just say love because it's okay. If you understand what it, it's a higher meaning. I just realized this is, this is the, this is the only practice I do, although I don't call it anything. But uh, this is, I don't send out love so much. But I always feel like light is uh, when I sit. Uh, I I I don't think about light, but. Um, I feel that light is uh, being transmitted. Um, uh, Cobancino gave a nice little talk one time about we are ve all vehicles of light, vehicles for light. Light is, we, we allow the light to um, uh, pass through us and into the world whatever that means to you. Um, light you know, is one of the uh, most important aspects of Mahayana Buddhism. When you look at how Mahayana is it being expressed, it's always being expressed as light. <coughs> um, and you know, Mahayana Sutras have a distinct quality of, you know, being kind of grandiose and um, imaginative, <laughs> but they're always talking about light. Um, so light is another term for emptiness, Buddha nature. Um, uh, existence, non-existence, everything is light. Um, uh, and uh, I just have a natural affinity for that. So I sometimes think uh, with my breath that uh, waves of light are being emanated from my hara. <laughs> so uh, that's just my mode. So. I don't have to think about when am I meditating, when am I not, and all that. It's just, that's just a mode of being. But it's natural. It's not something stuck on. It's just a natural way to be. So you just make you allow yourself to be a vehicle for light. 
we're all a vehicle for something. We're a vehicle for anger, we're a vehicle for hate, we're a vehicle for self-interest. <laughs> so, uh, we're, uh, I think of, uh, we're like a transmitter. Um, if we receive and we digest and then we transmit. What are we transmitting? What are we putting into the world? What are we broadcasting? Everybody's broadcasting something. So uh, I think the purpose of, of Dharma and Sangha is harmony. How do, we, how do we allow harmony to manifest? I don't say create harmony, although we can do that maybe, but how we allow it to manifest. When we allow um, n nature to take its to work harmoniously, that nature is always working harmoniously, even when it's destructive. But destruction is part of rejuvenation. Without destruction, there's no rejuvenation. Birth gives life gives birth to death. Death gives birth to life. So uh, to follow that harmony and go along with it is important. Uh, but we also have something to <coughs> add, not add, but um, uh, help. How do we allow harmony to arise in the world? And when we practice with Sangha, that's what we're doing, allowing, how do we get along together? How do we uh, work together so that it's, it's like a dance, a wonderful dance that we do. And we're always dancing around each other. And there are confusing dances <laughs> and harmonious dances, right? So uh, dancing is important. Music is important. Creating harmony and just being with each other. Anyway, <laughs> anyway that's... Um, uh, I'll talk about that tomorrow when, <coughs> when I'm supposed to give a talk about wisdom. <laughs> Do you have any other question? Yes, yes. Um, so the formal loving-kindness practice that you gave to us is the same practice that you always do. Is that what you're saying, or are you saying that it's... I just do it all the time, okay. without thinking about this. Is, it's just uh, my mode. But I've done that. I mean, I've given... Uh, I've led, you know, the formula, right? Uh, and I sometimes give that to people. It's always been one of my favorite things. I give it to people sometimes when they're angry and... They can't get along with other people, and so I say, well, try this, you know. <laughs> Sometimes it works, but mostly it doesn't. <laughs> yes? You may have already answered this question, but I'm curious how you see the loving-kindness practice fitting into Zazen practice. Yeah, well, Zazen is loving-kindness.
portion of loving ourselves because that's something that I've really struggled with. Of course. Um, I find the rest of it does just come naturally, but that one that's the hardest big wall. And yeah. so the fact that the way that you presented it as not something to do, but as you were saying before, just something to acknowledge and let in. Let it be. Let it let it be instead of you trying to make something happen. Yes. You can't add anything. Yeah. This, let what's already there come up and don't interfere with it, you know. It, you don't even say me. Yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, this is what meditation, for me, that's what meditation practice is, zazen is. It's um, uh, extending, just allowing yourself to be a vehicle for this is called emptiness. You just empty and, and you allow uh, uh, light or love to permeate the world without trying <coughs> and without um, uh, uh, um, thinking well of too, too well of yourself. Just well enough, you know. The, <laughs> word, <laughs> the word humility to me means just being yourself. You don't think too much of yourself and you don't think too little of yourself. If you, people think humility means to retreat into yourself and I'm not so good, you know, but no. It means just know yourself. You don't think too little of yourself. You acknowledge what you can do and who you are and you don't think too much of yourself. You don't ex extend, expand your ego. So, this is who I am. I'm okay. Even though I'm not okay, I'm okay. <laughs> 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 Everything has its opposite. Whatever you say, the opposite is also there. So how do you put this together? This is my out of Buddhism. How you, how you include the opposite. <coughs> we have the koan mu. Does the dog have the Buddha nature? Someone asked Master Joshu, does the dog have the, we already know this, if everything has Buddha nature, does the dog have Buddha nature too? He said, Wu, meaning Mu, meaning no. No, but I thought the dog, I thought everybody had Buddha nature. How come the dog doesn't? Then someone else asked him, does the dog have Buddha nature? He said, yes, of course. <laughs> Which is it? Yes or no? That's the koan. I'm going to give you the answer. The answer is that you have to include the opposite. Yes has to include no. No has to include yes. And that boggles our mind. Um, oh, I'm done. Okay. I mean, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Just a short announcement that um, so at the beginning of the retreat, we we uh, requested uh, for people not to take a shower every day, um, but what we really meant was take a short shower every day. 
<laughs> you know, if, if that's your practice usually to take a daily shower, please go ahead and do that. And, uh, don't, lo- don't luxuriate. Don't luxuriate, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, you know. <laughs>